It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's game day for the Washington Redskins. It is episode number 337 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Yes, indeed. Thursday night football, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Site of the old Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. A wonderful, wonderful, wonderful looking new stadium. Couple years old, host of the Super Bowl just a couple years ago. And home of the Minnesota Vikings. And that means Kirk Cousins and the Washington Redskins are traveling to Minnesota to try and upset the apple cart as 16-ish point favorites uh, are the Minnesota Vikings, again, at home on Thursday night football. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday edition, game day edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 337, episode number 337. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do Eye on the Enemy, a statistical look at the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to talk in detail about the quarterback situation uh, since Kirk Cousins has left, um, what Kirk has been able to do in Minnesota, and some people view it differently than I do. We're going to talk about uh, the injury report and who is available and who is not available for the Washington Redskins as we sit here and record this again on game day, and we'll find out officially about an hour and a half Uh, before Thursday night football. But before we go any further, I want to tell you guys about MyBookie. That's right. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all of your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. Visit MyBookie.ag today. Use the promo code LOCKEDON activate the offer that's promo code locked on to activate the offer at mybookie.ag today mybookie.ag today and that means Thursday night football you're taking the Vikings minus the 16 that's where I last saw it it is 16 and a half as I record this overnight Wednesday night into Thursday morning 16 and a half I will tell you this Take the, as I discussed on Crossover Wednesday, episode uh, number 336 with Luke Braun. Um, I'm taking the Redskins. I, I, I don't think the Redskins are going to win this game, but I'm taking them to cover. I think they'll have a little pride, if you will, um, and I think they'll fight hard for as long as they possibly can. Uh, and that might not be, quite honestly, a long time. Um, that might be just a quarter and a half or whatever. Uh, but I'm I'm going to take the Redskins. Um, let's do this. Let's get you the latest injury report from Wednesday. Um, the Redskins did not have a practice that was open to the public or the media, I should say. Uh, they did not have any press availability. They flew late in the afternoon Wednesday, as opposed to like 2 or 3 o'clock, which is what they normally do on a Saturday, Because of the short week, Bill Callahan and the Redskins went out later 
about 5.15, 5.30, roughly, from Dulles International Airport on Wednesday to get to Minneapolis uh, for what we think, what we think will be Adrian Peterson's uh, return to Minnesota. Now, the official injury report looks like this. DeShazer Everett is out. Josh Harvey Clemens, out. They didn't practice all week. Um, Josh Harvey Clemens has a hamstring. DeShazer Everett has an ankle injured. Wes Martin, who has missed the last couple of games, he did not practice again this week. He's out. He's listed as having a chest injury. Now, the key injuries and the guys that we don't know about, Monte Nicholson did not practice. Again, these were simulated practices on Monday. There was a more fuller practice on Tuesday, uh, and then a walkthrough-type practice on Wednesday before the team headed again to Minneapolis. But... Monte Nicholson listed as not having practiced all week, and he is questionable. Same thing for Josh Norman, dealing with a thigh injury and a hand. Did not practice all week. He is listed as questionable. Adrian Peterson, as we told you, says he's going to be okay, dealing with, I guess, two different ankle sprains or ankle parts of his ankle. Uh, He did not practice on Monday or Tuesday, but he was limited on Wednesday. Chris Thompson did not practice, and he has been ruled out we knew that on Tuesday um, when found out that he was not going to make the trip. Uh, and we had kind of talked about that, obviously, all week leading up to that. Uh, Vernon Davis, concussion, he's going to miss his third consecutive game despite being limited uh, all three days in practice. Hopefully he can come back against the Buffalo Bills because, again, that means Jeremy Sprinkle is the starter at tight end for the Washington Redskins. Ryan Kerrigan was a full go. Uh, dealing with an elbow injury, Donald Penn uh, is fine. So is Case Keenum, who was a full practice. Now, uh, again, this is Case Keenum returning to Minnesota. This is Adrian Peterson returning to Minnesota. Now, Adrian Peterson came back with the New Orleans Saints his first year away from Minnesota, uh, and I think that was the first game of the new stadium, I believe. I could be wrong on that. And that did not go pretty. That was not a good scene on the sidelines. He was upset, uh, so on and so forth. This is probably, um, you know, you can't say for sure, this might be his last game in Minnesota. The Redskins are probably not going to play the Vikings next year. I could be wrong. And Adrian Peterson might not even be here. But this could be his last game in Minnesota. I think he'll play. I think he'll try and gut it out. And here's the problem. No Chris Thompson, as we've talked about. Wendell Smallwood was impressive in the role that they asked him to do, versatile. No no Chris Thompson. If Adrian Peterson gets re-injured or if he's not active for whatever reason, or not for whatever reason, but, you know, because he just can't go. Wendell Smallwood's your starting running back. I don't have much. uh, Josh Ferguson? Okay. I mean, they're going to just have to gut it through with a couple of guys. And, again, Wendell Smallwood looked pretty good last Sunday. Bill Callahan signaled him out. What a bunch of guys. That's what we're looking at. Now, for the Minnesota Vikings, in terms of their injury report, as we've talked about all week, and again, as we talked about in detail on Locked Over, on Crossover Wednesday, uh, Adam Thielen has been officially ruled out for the Minnesota Vikings. So certainly that's going to uh, hurt Kirk Cousins in the vertical passing game, uh, no doubt. Linval Joseph. Was a full participant the last two days, so he should be able to go. Everson Griffin, a full participant 
the last two days, so he should be uh, good to go. For the most part, the Minnesota Vikings are pretty healthy. They list a bunch of guys, but everybody was full go uh, in practice, including Kyle, uh, Kyle Rudolph, tackle Riley Reef, uh, one of their guards, Josh Klein, Eric Kendricks, uh, one of their stud linebackers, so, uh, Xavier Rhodes, uh, was limited on Monday, but then full go the last two days. So uh, the Vikings are fairly healthy outside of Adam Thielen being ruled out. So, again, that'll hurt their vertical passing game because they don't have many other weapons. Remember, they claimed Josh Doxson from the Redskins, and they signed him, but he went out early and on IR, so he's not available. Laquan Treadwell is still there. They don't really have, like, this slot guy that is a jitterbug type over the middle that can, you know, rack up eight or nine catches, kind of similar to what Trey Quinn and the role that he's, you know, or Jamison Crowder, what he's done in that particular role. So they don't have that. Uh, I would worry about those two tight ends, though. I think Kyle Rudolph and I think Irv Smith are going to have a field day uh, on Sunday against this Redskins uh, secondary. All right, so when we return, we will have Eye on the Enemy as we get you set for the Minnesota Vikings and the Washington Redskins. That's coming up next on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 337. Thanks for being with us. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Chris Russell with you. It is game day, Thursday night football. The Washington Redskins visiting U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis and Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Coming up, we will detail what Kirk Cousins has done since leaving for Minnesota and especially compare it to what the Redskins have done at quarterback since Kirk Cousins was allowed to leave for Minnesota via free agency. But this is Eye on the Enemy right here on the LOR podcast. Good to have you with us. Don't forget, make sure you check out at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, for all sorts of Redskins news information, uh, audio, all sorts of things, at Locked Redskins, uh, and as well at Locked on NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. All right, the Minnesota Vikings, 391 yards even per game. In total yards per game, that's sixth in the NFL on offense. 6.42 yards per play, that's third in the NFL on offense. Third-ranked rushing game, 160.0 straight up for the Minnesota Vikings. 4.98 rushing yards per play, that's fourth in the NFL. Passing yards per game, 231.0. It's not a whole lot, quite honestly. They've been much better the last couple of games. 17th in the NFL, but 8.56 per passing play. That's second in the NFL. A 1.59% interception rate. That's ninth in the NFL. That's good. Sacks per pass attempt. Not bad. The Vikings offensive line was considered a weakness. They've done a pretty decent job. It helps to get uh, helps that Kirk Cousins can you know, actually play the position, unlike many. 
uh, and knows what to do with the football and knows to get rid of it. 6.35% 14th in the NFL. Again, that's not as bad as I thought coming into the season. 21.6 first downs per game. That's 14th in the NFL. From a special teams perspective, punt return average 5.9. That's 25th. 23.1 on the kickoff return. That's 11th. Field goals made. Uh, they've made 80% of their kicks. 42.11% on third down. That's good for 13th in the NFL. 75% straight up. Tied for third on fourth down conversions. 70.83% in the red zone. That's number one in the NFL. Number one in the NFL. 70.83%. Remember how much Kirk Cousins struggled and the Redskins offense in 2016 and 2017 without Deshaun, without Pierre for 2017, without a healthy Jordan Reed in 2016 and 2017. Remember, with, with Jags at running back, remember how much they struggled um, at, in the red zone. And remember how good they were in the red zone in 2015. Uh, 73.33% tied for 15th in goal-to-go percentage. Average time of possession, 29.49. That's 17th in the NFL, and they're averaging 27.4 points game Now, on defense, the Minnesota Vikings look like this during this regular season. 327.9 yards allowed per game. That's tied for sixth in the NFL. 5.04 total yards per play. That's seventh in the NFL. 90 rushing yards per game. That's tied for seventh in the NFL. 3.82 rushing yards per play. That's good for ninth in the NFL. 237.9 passing yards per game. That's 15th in the NFL. 6.14, that's 6th in the NFL. 2.58% interception rate, that's good for 11th in the league. 7.01% on the sacks per pass attempt, that's 17th. That's not as good as you would think when you have Everson Griffin and when you have Daniil Hunter, who are going to give the Redskins offensive line, I think, all sorts of fits. 20.6 in terms of the first downs per game, that's 15th uh, in terms of first downs allowed per game. A punt return average allowed of 7.3. That's 16th. 27.3 on the kickoff return. So look for that to be a little bit of a maybe advantage for the Redskins. That's 27th. 37.08 on third down defense. That's 13th in the NFL. Uh, Clearly a huge advantage over the Redskins. A 43.75% good for 14th in the NFL on fourth down 61.11%. That's tied for 20th in the league when it comes to red zone defense. 77.78% goal-to-go situations. That's 23rd in the league. Points per game, they're allowing 17.6 on the Minnesota Vikings. So it is going to be a tough task for the Washington Redskins. There is no doubt about that uh, when it comes to beating this Minnesota Vikings team. We just took you on eye on the enemy. In terms of a turnover differential, the Minnesota Vikings have a plus two. Uh, They have seven interceptions, four fumble recoveries, good for 11 takeaways. They've thrown three interceptions. They've fumbled and lost the ball six times. Maybe that's an opportunity for the Redskins for a total of nine giveaways. So, again, a plus two. A plus two. The Redskins, by the way, are a minus two. Eight interceptions uh, on defense and two fumble recoveries for 10 total takeaways. 
eight interceptions thrown and four lost fumbles for a total of 12 giveaways. So, again, minus two is the situation there. Coming up next on the Locked on Redskins podcast, game day edition, Thursday night football, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. We take a look at what the Redskins quarterbacks have done since Kirk has left and what Kirk has done. I wrote this column for my own personal site, chrisrussellradio.com. You can go check it out. It's titled Since Kirk Left, but we will give you the goods next right here on LOR. Good to have you with us. It's Thursday night football between the Redskins and the Minnesota Vikings. At the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. Game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with nobody to stop them. There's nothing else like the NFL, and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than betting on them, guys. So do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. My bookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sportsbook. Don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on, and mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where I play, so you should too. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet on football this season, and many of you are, bet with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try a parlay. No matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. So join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On to activate the offer, guys. That's promo code Locked On and visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, we wrap up the game day edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 337, like this. I wrote this column for my own personal website, chrisrussellradio.com. You can go check it out, chrisrussellradio.com, or I post it up on the Locked on Redskins Twitter feed. But please go check it out in case you want to check and compare Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings at quarterback since Kirk joined them and since he left Washington and then what the Redskins look like. Listen, we know, we know, we know that Redskins fans will hold on to this crutch of Kirk Cousins has never won a big game. And they judge big game by, like, if you win it, you're in the playoffs. Okay, fine, he hasn't. The, the, him and the Redskins were 0-for-1 in that particular spot, and so were the Minnesota Vikings last year. So he's 0-for-2 in big games, I guess. And if you throw in the playoff loss, even though he played reasonably well in the first half and had – Points taken off the board because Deshaun Jackson was lazy. Kirk Cousins technically is 0 for 3, I guess, in big games as people would define them. However, people forget about the game that they won on a very short week, 2016 in Chicago on Christmas Eve after getting beat by the uh, the Carolina Panthers on Monday night football, a very short week. People forget about that. That's not a big win? Well, you had to win to keep your playoff hopes alive. It's a win. Yeah, Chicago wasn't great. I got it. It was on the road, though, and he played well. Not a big win? I think it was a big win. I think it was a big win. How about the four wins, um, or maybe it was five wins, or whatever it was, 
that they had to string together at the end of the 2015 season to make the playoffs, to win the division. Big wins there. At Philadelphia on the road, night after Christmas to win the NFC East. Pretty big wins there. Pretty big wins. People forget about that. Anyway, so here's what I did, again, in this column. Again, chrisrussellradio.com. Yes, Kirk Cousins has dropped the ball in a couple of particular situations. But since leaving Washington from Minnesota, and basically a return of nothing, Kirk Cousins has started 30, uh, 23 straight games. From 2015 through 17 with the Redskins, he started 48 straight regular season games and the one playoff appearance against the Packers. 71 now straight regular season starts since 2015 when he was first anointed the starting quarterback of the Washington Redskins, and it wasn't like a one-game trial. I mean, again, he was the starting quarterback at times in 2014 for the final three games of 2013, but you, you get my point. Since he was anointed the starter, Jay Gruden style 2015, and they chose to go with him over Colt McCoy and Robert Griffin, Kirk Cousins has not missed a regular season game. 71 straight and 23 for 23 in Minnesota. Durability, that's something the Redskins never, ever, ever factored in. Never. They didn't care. And they've shown it time and time again. They don't think quarterbacks, for whatever reason, get hurt. Uh, They found out last year that's absolutely untrue. I was screaming about it from the time that they let Nate Sudfeld go two years ago in Kirk's last year here. I understood it a little bit more then. I didn't understand it in 2018 with Alex Smith and Colt McCoy. You cannot trust Colt McCoy to stay healthy. I'm sorry, he's a good guy. You cannot stay healthy. Uh, Alex Smith had had some injury issues. Nobody could have been prepared for what happened to him uh, a year ago. But the bottom line is the Redskins were caught red-handed, if you will, without a quarterback that was durable, and that's exactly what they had in Kirk Cousins, and they didn't value it. Now, that being said, in that time, the Redskins have played six different quarterbacks. Six Dwayne Haskins, Colt McCoy, Case Keenum, Josh Johnson, Mark Sanchez, Alex Smith. Six. And five have started Redskins regular season games in the 23 games since Kirk Cousins has left, Mr. Durability, and gone to the Minnesota Vikings. So whatever you want to say about Cousins, big games, this, that, and the other thing, stats, he gives you one thing that the Redskins have absolutely not had since he walked out the door. And again, that's a guy who will answer the bell and a guy who will be in uniform every Sunday and play virtually every snap. And the Redskins didn't care enough. They just didn't. They didn't value that. The Vikings are 13-9-1 with Kirk Cousins at the helm. The Redskins are 8-15. and Alex Smith played 10 games. He was 6-4. Colt McCoy, 0-3 as a starter. Case Keenum, 1-5. Mark Sanchez, 0-1. Josh Johnson, 1-2. And Dwayne Haskins has not started a game. Uh, but when he does start a game, eventually he will be their sixth starting quarterback since Kirk Cousins left. Kirk Cousins in Minnesota has thrown 557 completions out of 795 pass attempts a 70.1% completion rate, 6,009 yards, a 43-touchdown to 13-interception ratio, 7.6 yards per attempt, 7.9 adjusted yards per pass attempt, 
10.8 yards per pass completion, 261.3 yards per game. That's just a tenth below what he was doing here in Washington at 261.4. And Cousins has a 103.2 quarterback rating. The Redskins quarterbacks in that span, 451 for 724, 62.2% completion rate. Again, compared to Cousins of 70.1. And, you know, again, the numbers in terms of attempts are not that far off, but obviously Cousins has completed a lot more passes. 4,722 yards compared to Cousins, 6,009. 25 passing touchdowns to 23 interceptions. Again, Cousins, 43 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. For the Washington Redskins, I should say for the Minnesota Vikings, for the former Redskins quarterback, the Redskins again eight and five, uh, eight and fifteen, excuse me, as a start at six point five nine yards per attempt rate, uh, and again, uh, Cousins and the Vikings is seven point six, so about a full yard distance uh, and, and difference there, and a ten point four seven pass yards average uh, per completion. That's not too far off of what Cousins is doing at 10.8 yards per pass completion in Minnesota. Just wanted to point these numbers out to you. Uh, Bruce Allen loves to point out numbers, loves to point out how everybody's wrong and he knows everything. Just want to point out that Kirk Cousins was a pretty good quarterback for the Washington Redskins for three starting years and before as a reserve. Bruce Allen had plenty of opportunities to sign him to a more than fair and more than reasonable deal. He chose not to, and then the price ballooned out of control, and somehow Kirk Cousins got labeled uh, as a bad guy when the Redskins destroyed the quarterback financial market by usage of not one but twice on the franchise tag. Good for them. Uh, See, it's working out great for them with all the quarterbacks that they've had since Kirk Cousins has left. We'll see what Kirk has in store for his former team on Thursday Night Football. We will have a podcast for you late night, Thursday night into Friday morning up uh, right here on LOR. For now, we say goodbye. Enjoy the game. Thursday night football. I'm Chris Russell right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.